me. Episode 272. He's got to throw some cold water on the situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status mega nerd status netheads 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 you guys rock and now here's will and trent That's right. The countdown's playing, folks. This is your last chance. You're listening to the spoiler edition mm-hmm. of Trent Venger's Willfinity War. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. Get out now. If you don't, if you haven't seen the movie, this is it. This is it. Yeah. We're giving you your last warning. You got 10 seconds. Get out. Go away. Game over, man. <laughs> No, they're not disengaged, you lying robot voice. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. I'm Trent. In case you haven't figured it out, this is the spoiler edition of uh, Avengers Infinity War. We no longer have the pressure of video. We're only coming to you live to your eardrums if you're listening to us on Sir. Smodcast.com. There you go. Some reflexes are still there. Yeah. Um, it just happened. I didn't even... <laughs> have to think about it. He didn't even look at me, too, because I was pointing at yeah. you, and I'm like, oh, that's not even working, but then he just, <laughs> um, So what's going on is we've already done the other episode, and if you've listened to it, great. If not, there's the other one. Technically, this is your last chance. Spoilers. Half of everybody dies. Fuck you. You should have gotten out. Um, <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they do. Well, okay, and it's funny. Okay, so this is the uh, this is the conversation. This is the real conversation now, where we're not holding anything back. This is the spoiler edition. I've already warned you so many times, uh, Trent. I gotta tell you, uh, I'm really surprised and glad that they did two things solidly with this movie. One, okay. they kind of stuck to the uh, the important beats, which ironically is what I complained about with Ready Player One. But they stuck to some really good beats from the Infinity Gauntlet story for Infinity War. They had Gamora in this, or not Gamora. They had a Nebula as a as a in the torture scene where she's taken apart versus oh, as the uh, beautiful work of art that Thanos uh, had her in the comic. Um, yep. But most importantly, the fucking nobody won. Nobody. Well, Thanos won. This was Thanos's movie. Yeah, Fuck you all. He, this is not Avengers Infinity War. It's Thanos Infinity War. Yeah, he he, he can now rest. Finally. Yeah. Uh, now, the interesting thing about this, uh, if, if, you, if you're wondering, uh, you're not wondering what we're talking about. You know what we're talking about. But um, so it was very interesting. So we came to this and we found out that uh, that Thanos, the quote unquote mad titan of the as they've called him. Uh, he's been on a mission. Uh, he is he kills half of of the population everywhere he goes. Uh, the idea is he's trying to restore balance to the universe because basically, uh, if you get rid of half of everybody in the universe, then the all of the resources that are available that are finite are still available. You've now just given the entire universe like uh, the entire moment to this point to continue on. You've doubled its lifespan. Okay. Yeah. Which it seems like this is the master plan that Thanos comes with after the tragic loss of his entire planet because nobody listened to him and it all maybe, fell apart. Maybe it's tragic. He didn't really get into it a whole lot. No, he didn't. I'm pretty sure he's like, all right, fine. You don't want to kill half. I'm going to kill them all. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't know what this, uh, what the MCU's history of Thanos is. But, you know, uh, Correct. In, in the other podcast I mentioned, this movie uh, lets you... Oh, the second thing it does, so it gives us enough of, enough of the original story to appreciate it, much more than like Civil War. There it was just basically, yeah, it's a legal thing, and they're not agreeing about it. Yeah, yeah, it has the same title, so that's neat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
This was a little more on point. If if it had been named Infinitely Gauntlet, Infinitely, whatever. Infi- uh. Yeah, it, it, uh, and and you're right. It does. It does. It, it is the Infinity Gauntlet. You you, you swap out the Silver <clears throat> Surfer uh, for Thor. Yep. Um, in the opening uh, issue scenes, and and you're pretty much there. You're yeah. off and running. Um, this one it. Uh, it starts off uh, brutal. Oh, the other thing, too, that it, they did is they, they planted enough seeds that if you're paying attention, uh, you can pretty much walk out of that movie going, well, they've still got a gigantic reset button they can hit. Uh, because y- you think they, they've still got <laughs> by the way you in the over the head with a with a stormbreaker to let you know that it's going to happen. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of ways that they do it. Uh, like, first of all, I got to give them credit. Leave it to the to the to, to kind of a continuation of the wackiness of Thor's universe, if you will, that we got to see in Ragnarok uh, in this. Of course, naturally, the dwarves that that uh, preside over this forge that is the uh oh the god powered... that was so good never mind yes they're dwarfs but they are so much bigger than us <laughs> and and just to see peter dinklage like like you hear his voice first and i'm like no mm. fucking way oh yeah no that's that big ass thing is little tiny <laughs> oh dinklage. it's so great i love it i uh, love it so much so you've still got the dwarf that made because it's reveal. He reveals that basically he made the gauntlet that Thanos is using. So, yes. um, so he still has the ability in some way to make another gauntlet. Uh, when Thanos uses the gauntlet, I don't know if it was at the end of the movie he successfully completes his mission, uh, which I thought, wow, they had some balls, even though they got the reset in there. Uh, but you notice the stones were intact, but the glove was destroyed. And I don't know if that's because the design overpowered it or because he's like, well, now that it's done, nobody else can wield it, even though he was still able to use it to pour it out. Um, or if he's still in his own mind. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't, God, I don't know where to, to go, uh, cause there's just so much. Um, uh, so I appreciated that. Uh, I, I, I don't know why I, I love the thought of a tiny, of a dwarf being that big, but you've still got oh, the glove. So you've still got the dwarf that made the gauntlet. Also the, the other important seeds that they put in there were all from strange because look at, look at Thanos's oh. hubris. Where he's like your your greatest weapon, you never used it. He actually he did. You just weren't there because out of four million six hundred and five possibilities for the outcome of the uh, coming battle with Thanos, out of all those combinations, only one did he see where uh, the heroes won. And then later on, when when Doctor Strange trades that stone for Tony's life. He looks at Tony and he says, "I'm sorry. There was no other way." So yeah, this, is, this is the this is the way they win. Strange has set us on to um the Strange has set us on the appropriate path for a win. All right. Yeah. It, it's yeah. the old adage. Sometimes you got to lose uh, uh the battle to win the war. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll tell you what. Right off the bat, um, the walking away from this film just gave me a stronger desire and only wanting to see another Doctor Strange movie and not anything else. Like, I don't care about Iron Man anymore. I love Cap, but they haven't really done anything with this character in a while in, in the films. And and managed every time you see Doctor Strange wielding the the uh, the bands of Sidorak or the um the uh any any of his spells and everything it just it made me it reminded me of how much i loved the action scene and how different it is from all the other films and i just want more of that yeah i'd have to agree even though unfortunately he was dispatched by thanos pretty quick by the way um so anyway it, it, it it no not by the way uh props to thanos for going for the appropriate stone first because uh quite shockingly Oh, and by the way, the other thing I like, the parallels, right? So the opening of uh, of Avengers is predicated on Loki getting the Tesseract. And right. the opening of Avengers Infinity War is predicated on Thanos coming for the Tesseract. Not to mention, he fucking kills the villain from the first Avengers. So it's like... Yes. That's the, the just the dick slap in the face that, you know, they're not messing around here. They tell I mean, us right up front. Though Loki cannot die, he can only be reincarnated and born again as a child. 
Okay, none of us know that that watch the movies and just appreciate the content <laughs> or that watch the movies and just appreciate the content. We don't go deep into it. Um, so anyway, so that happened. Um, I, uh, I I really like that, though, because it was kind of like letting, you know, Thanos is nobody to mess with. But also for Thanos's plan, uh, props to him for going for the Power Stone first, because now we'll never know the true answer of what who would have won that fight, because when the Hulk goes at Thanos, he's got the gauntlet and the power stone already. So we, you know, a little bit of that could have come in there. He seemed like a pretty badass fighter, though. It was pretty fast as well. Yeah, I think I think uh, it was a good move right off the bat, though, because it shows um, maybe not necessarily the at least for me, not the the strength of him, but his actual size. Right. We're, we're familiar with how big um, the Hulk is and how much like larger he is than everyone else. And then we see, oh, he's eye to eye with Thanos. This this is a big dude. Well, you know, it's it we have seen two instances of where the Hulk was really able to smack down some Asgardians, which were like kind of the the most powerful beings we had seen up to this point. Uh he definitely smacked around Loki even though he's not Asgardian, let's not get into it. Um but uh the fight with between he and Thor, that was I don't think that was going to go well for the Hulk as well. Oh no, gosh no. But Hulk Than Hulk can't withstand a star's energy blasting through him. Yeah, I don't think so. So, it, you know, it's it's kind of weird that uh, that they had him go at it, but it, what it was that was like one of the first shocks, and it let you know, yeah, this Thanos guy. I mean, essentially, what they tell you with that in that scene is they let you know oh, we're not going to win. Look, here's the good guys. We're yeah. not going to win. The the two the two toughest of the good guys minus yeah. Doctor Strange. Yes, yeah, so one of them uh, represented as the strongest Avenger in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, and uh, which was the Hulk. So you know it 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 just goes to show. And but they let you know up front. Hmm. Nope. The other thing too, the the other interesting thing that Thanos says in the very beginning as well after he offs Loki right in front of Thor, fucked up, is is just like uh, no resurrections this time. Literally, I chuckled when he said that. It wasn't meant as a joke, <laughs> but I freaking took it as one, Trent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, speak, speaking of jokes, uh, it, it, it must have been a younger audience that was that was in the theater uh, when I was seeing it, because uh, when uh, when when Peter Parker says, "Have you uh, have you seen that really old movie, Aliens?" Yeah, I lost like I was I lost my shit. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah complete silence in the theater like people look at me like shh this is serious well it was that old movie uh, aliens to them damn it <laughs> they hadn't seen it they don't know what aliens is they don't know what the hell you're talking about dude um the jokes uh you said there was a it was an interesting thing where the audience kind of they weren't sure whether they were willing to buy into them uh both my showings nobody had that compunction at all they had no oh, issue yeah. there and people were, I mean, people were taking this shit seriously. Like, oh, probably dude. the the biggest laugh was probably the nutsack joke. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, it was very reserved laughs. Um, You know what? If we don't put some structure here, this is going to take forever. So let's just let's just throw it out there. First of all, let's I talk about what I th I liked. What did you like yeah. about it? Yeah. Um, what did I like? Uh, the fan service to the comic books uh, fans. That blew me away. The Bubbles, uh, a, a delicious homage back to the Jim Starlin comics. Um, not to mention his, his um, uh, I forget what they're called, his inner circle is a like spot-on reincarnation of uh, the mod and uh, his son. Um, uh, like those, those are like directly from the comics, very spot-on. Black something um, or other. Yeah, black the black maw. No, no, I mean anyway, black order. Yeah, the black order was that. Thing? I'm not sure. Okay, let's run with it. Um, but yeah, I thought that part was great. Um, uh, yeah. So, so I, I, as as a comic book fan, man. Oh, without a doubt, the the there were two parts. There were two parts where I got really excited in the film. Uh, uh, one uh reveal of Cap. Like that, that, oh, like yeah. you, you knew it was happening, but you're like, fuck, Cap be Captain America, be Captain America. Fuck yeah, it's Captain America. And then on the exact opposite end was finally we get to see how the Red Skull is being brought back into the universe. That was, uh, I wasn't aware that was happening. I completely, Neither, yeah, I completely had missed it. Um, but now you're, see, you're like, oh, I like this. 
But that brings me into one of my complaints because it's like, why are these two rocks setting up this this trial to get the stone? What the hell happened here? Sounds more like somebody else is like, you know, this soul stone is bad juju. Uh, I'm going to use one of these other stones to kind of make it hard to get to. Um, but, but that, that part, that was, that kind of removed me from the circumstance, but it also, uh, I thought it, it, it played exactly the way it should, the way that they, they chose to do it. Once you realize that they were committing to that and Thanos was going to be throwing Gamora over the edge. I don't know. I, the way, the entire way they played that I was, I was, I, I was really impressed. Yeah, it was it was interesting, too, because the way that uh, Red Skull is uh, depicted in the shroud and everything he's wearing, uh, he took on uh, in the comics, uh, essentially, what was the death figure mm-hmm. uh, in the comic books. And and I, I hope that can be sussed out further. Um, I don't think it will be. Um, but at least at least we get to see my uh, third favorite villain back in. Uh, the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe. Well, and they did a really good job, I think, of of kind of bringing certain elements back, uh, you know, from the past to kind of to kind of as, as part of the fan service, like you mentioned, you know, like having the Red Skull present there for that, and you know, the callback to nowhere, which, by the way, at first was one of the things I had the biggest problem with, but then I realized when you've got the space stone on your gauntlet. And and you're already this close to the end game, yeah, sure. Why not? I'm gonna send my lackeys off to go get these things, and I'm gonna go here because I somehow know that my it will bait my daughter to come to me. Okay, now yeah. that I explain it, I still got a problem with it. But if you're a you know if you got time to kill, I guess that's cool, right? Because yeah. you had to go get the stone anyway. But but yeah. it's, it's funny too though that if he's got the space stone. Nobody makes the other logical connection. Hey, guys, like he doesn't have the same travel restrictions we do. So I don't think we're going to head him off to the pass at nowhere. You know what I mean? Right. Because Thor saw him straight up vanish, which, by the way, I like the way they tied all of the elements in to get them involved. But they never, like I said last time, they never really brought all of the heroes together. So in other words, uh, you've got first you've got uh, everybody that's on the Asgardian ship. And and Heimdall, Heimdall, whatever his name is, right after his last act, he sends the Hulk banner back to Earth as a as a harbinger, if you will. Yeah. But uh, also, the Thor adventure is what brings Guardians into the mix. So they encounter Thor because they got the distress single. They're they're thinking they can get some money, uh, and they get Thor, and that also then causes their party to fracture off. You got some people going one way, and you got uh, rabbit and uh, Groot and Thor going. I love them uh, continuously. Uh, Thor never getting corrected and yeah. constantly calling Raccoon Rabbit. Oh, I'll tell you what though. Probably uh, after Nutsack, the the next uh, uh, gag that probably got the most yucks in in my viewing was the uh, oh you no you're copying me. This oh, God, is how yes. I speak. Oh man, that one killed. Um, and, and also the star Lord, you're getting fat comments were, were kind of funny. It was just, especially given everything the poor guy's got to go through to be in star Lord, but you know, maybe for Avengers, they did They're like, okay, we're not going to make you take your shirt off for this one. So you can let it slide <laughs> a little bit there, buddy. Live a little life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I also really like the way they, they brought Spider-Man back into it and logically pairing yes. him with Iron Man. Yep. Um, I really enjoy that. I also like that they took the most tech hero and the mystical hero and paired them up. So you got Spider-Man, yeah. Strange, and then finally on Titan, the Guardians meet up with uh, with um, them after their whole ordeal at nowhere. Uh, were you were you surprised that they actually went that way with uh, throwing uh, Gamora over the edge? No, 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 not at all. No, and honestly. Um... That's not a relationship that we've seen a whole lot of development on, at least in the last film. The first film we we, we saw it, I think, where where Quill was willing to sacrifice himself for. But in the second film, we didn't see a whole lot uh, developed in there. Um, so yeah, I don't know for for that one. That I don't know. It just it didn't strike me like I I, I kind of saw it coming a see, mile away. It hit me when uh, when he messed with the reality in nowhere and she ended up crying. So, you know, it's like no matter how evil he was, 
there was some part of him that cared for me and now i'm mourning the loss of that right so they yeah. they in that they're what they're really doing is they're setting us up for an emotional connection for this moment that later happens because now we understand too that the reason why uh gamora is getting away with everything that she is is because that thanos truly does love her right doesn't even care right. about his own daughter but loves gamora and and that's the one thing he has to give up to get the soul stone and the way they they shot that and the way they represented it cinematically and just seeing the pain on Thanos's face was just amazing because for a moment you almost become sympathetic for this asshole you know what I mean well I I actually would argue that he's one of the more sympathetic characters in the film because we don't know any of his motives well we do sort of I think that what really well I think what they were trying to represent is the fact that whatever happened on his planet is what informed his universal view and and probably is also what tipped him over the edge, right? It was it was like everything that happened on Titan. That's what I took away from it. Yeah. Um. Not yeah, that I'm I, really I, reading into his backstory all that much, you know? Because well, uh, yeah, I, I it's and maybe this gets into like uh the 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 film relies just on the 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 threat that precedes him to be enough to to carry his character mm-hmm. that there's not a whole lot of development for the character um aside from just like being the the big bad right yes um and and you know that's kind of the fault of all the films before it not really addressing that but that being said ah, it was still a great film i loved it i really did too um i i really appreciated that in the hulk fight suddenly uh you know, Thanos went all MMA fighter, like just like suddenly just laying a whoop ass down on Hulk. Oh, yeah, because it was it really showed you it was like, no, he's formidable. That's pretty good. Um, I also uh, like I said, I like the way he got the power stone first. And it seems like almost the way he got the stones was almost a logical progression. It's like first I got the one that makes me more powerful than I am. And then now I'm lucky enough to get the one that's got me carting around. But these stones made me have issues, too. Well, the, the 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 closer the stones are in proximity um, to each other, the the more powerful they all become as well. Yeah, whatever, nerd. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't know that detail, but good to know. Well, you can kind of tell though, because why else yeah. would there be stones be drawn to the gauntlet? Right? That was yeah, interesting effect. But going and and why like the 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 reality stone? If 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 they were just as powerful on their own reality stone he could just change everything right off the bat oh god that's the only stone you would need right so you've got so you've got to get all of them for them all to work at full functional power without the reality stone by itself is more just an illusion stone still it was really cool as an effect the way during all the battle sequences you saw the different stones engaging when he was using their aspects right right down to the space zone from the tesseract glowing when he he suddenly held loki immobile in space he was yeah he limited the space that loki could occupy technically in yeah. order to lock him in there and and the way that kind of kept happening i mean that was that shows that shows an, an artist was in there somewhere by the way speaking of artists big difference between the dcu and here okay in the mcu in uh and and by the way have you have you seen justice league yet no okay i pictured as much um the bad guy in justice league is all cgi right okay and holy shit ton how many people are all cgi in 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 the marvel movies oh yeah 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 so um so <clears throat> the point I'm making here is I know that there's only so many effects houses and and now Disney probably owns ILM because they own uh, all of uh, Star Wars and everything else. But I, I never once, not once, questioned that any of the characters I saw on screen existed. They were just characters for me in the movie. I think the only okay. thing might be the slow movement they attributed to Thanos when he was just generally moving because he doesn't really look all that bigger. So I'm not sure that little slight delay warranted in the effect. But other than that, like I, I never I never looked at Thanos on the screen. Like and, and if you think about it, there are a lot of tight shots on his face, right? Yeah, the 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 only part that I noticed um was uh at, at the very beginning, um 
and may, maybe it was just because I wasn't used to seeing him or he looked different than how I anticipated him to look. Um, I, I thought that Thanos just looked a little off right at the beginning. And then after that, I didn't notice it. Um, also, I believe it was uh, someone in the uh, uh, Facebook thread from the first part of the show uh said that there were some cgi parts that that did throw them off oh okay well i'm uh, it's a bummer to hear i know that you know uh, the end battle sequence too that's a lot of cgi to throw at people but still um that was the other painful thing too <clears throat> let's let's uh, what else is there to talk about the stuff between rocket and and thor i actually liked because there oh, was yeah. there was something there it's like suddenly Rocket has learned from what happened in Guardians 2, and he is actually trying to be to care about people and let them in. You know, the whole yeah. time to be the captain. Time thing. to be a captain. Yeah. Um, so that was great to see, uh, seeing some of that character development. Uh, and I think they had it was they had a perfect balance and banter there, especially based off of the Thor that we got in the last film. In yeah, Ragnarok. yeah. I, I think I think Thor comes out of this the most well-developed character uh or at least the the character that got the most development in this film, I think. Yeah, really. When you because he's got a lot to deal with and a lot to cope yeah. with, and that was really that was a really vulnerable scene in the pod with Hemsworth and and the CGI raccoon, or or with Sean Gunn as we now know. So um, yeah. By well, the way, then, then... <laughs> I did not notice this, but did you notice in the end credits, like in the thank yous and and all the releases, they're like. Uh, Arrested development character, courtesy of 20th Century Fox. And I'm like, what the funk? But it's not a funk. No. it's. Did you spot it at all? I have one, no idea what you're talking about. One of the collector's cases, there's a, uh, uh, what's his name's character? Um, not Bluth. The guy that wanted to dress up like, uh, he wanted to be part of Blue Man Group. Tobias Winke? It was Tobias. Tobias was in the, one of the collector's cases in his blue outfit and his never nude shorts. <laughs> that's funny and it's it's just that's on screen for a moment i think it's right after thanos reveals oh, I the... no, yeah I, I i had no idea about that that is great okay so the cgi getting back to that sorry i, I hate to jump around but yeah getting the cgi of it, it it never became a, a a thing for me like even right down to like the very because that end moment when thor is jabbing stormbreaker into uh thanos's chest Oh, that was great. Right. At the same time, I, again, it's like I never doubted Thanos was there. And the, uh, yeah. the, the other brutal truth here, if you like add up probably what the total amount of battle time was in Wakanda, realistically, I think it was like a five minute skirmish. And the moment Thanos shows up, it, it's not even a fight, except oh, for yeah. Scarlet Witch holding him back a little bit. I mean, it was just it was amazing to see just the avengers get decimated i did fucking love where cap is 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 going not toe to toe but he's holding his own and thanos is, is like nodding to him like this motherfucker's got balls like like he he has this moment where he's like i respect this guy yeah it's it's as he's standing there screaming holding the glove there's this look and it's not even like it's just a little like really yeah yeah yes exactly he's yeah just it was like, like He's like, all right, Taryn. Yeah, but I, not, not, but, I, but I got a job to do. Baboosh. Not, not unlike, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's that same, like, we're not really sure, but this is a, a, a fun part, uh, you know, or at least an interesting part to show the character without delving in, as when he uh, makes Thor's hammer move, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's that same idea of like there's there's more to this guy than than they're really letting out. Yeah, definitely speaking uh, in those terms, he it definitely there is something more to Captain America. And we'll come back to that in just a moment, because uh, like we of course, we got to talk just briefly about what we think's coming up next. Um, oh, yeah. So uh, Cap Captain Marvel. Yeah, she's going to. Well, I don't mean the movies, but yeah, we'll talk about oh, that. Right. Um so uh, I think the only issues I, I ever had, the only things that ever took me out of the movie were the following. Uh, Thor knowing that the time stone is on Earth, quote unquote, with the Avengers. If he means that it's on Earth because the Avengers protect the Earth, that's why it's with the Avengers. Um, and, and yeah, he knew that, that Vision had the stone in his head. So that one makes sense. 
and and he only had a brief interaction with Stephen Strange in the last in in Thor Ragnarok. So right. I don't think he necessarily knows there was an Infinity Infinity Stone hanging around his neck. So the only thing he has to go on is that. Well, no, never mind. I guess he did basic math. If you think about it, now I let me work out the logic. <laughs> Nowhere's got the reality stone. He had the tesseract. Soul stone is in vision. Nobody knows. Or pardon me, not soul stone. The the mind stone. The whatever. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, nobody knows where the soul stone is. And what's that leave? Which one did I leave out? Oh, so that's like, well, where's the time stone? And Thanos did say, "There's two on Earth. Go get fetch them, my children." Right. Yeah. And and it's <clears throat> the 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 long held tradition that the um the the um, shit, I lost what is his title is, uh, uh, Master of the Mystic Arts, uh, is the one who, who keeps the, uh, time stone mm-hmm. guarded. Like that's, that's just passed on from the ancient one to him. Oh, okay. Well, so maybe Thanos is aware that, or, but no, I'm talking about Thor anyway. So, so how did he know that? Oh, that, right, right, right. that kind of took me out of the moment. Uh, you know, when it's so important to get the stones, then I just had a moment when I saw a vision, I'm like, Wait a minute, if the stones were so important, then why did he send Loki with the Loki Pokey stick in Avengers? It's like what, I'll risk a uh I'll risk an infinity stone to get an infinity stone? Cause remember, Thanos lent him the Chitari army, which by the way means that the events of uh from Earth's perspective, the end of Infinity War was just delayed. Because had the Avengers not stopped the Chitari attack, they would have fulfilled uh, Thanos' vision, and so half of humanity would have been killed at that point. Think about that there, Sonny Jim. Well, I mean, that's just one place, though, that, that they would half of them would be killed, not all of reality. Well, yeah, but then once he's got the two, you know, he can fuck off and go through the rest of the universe, get the rest of the stones on his own schedule. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying uh, Earth's uh, decimation would have been moved up a lot sooner. Sure. Um, so we do, but still- at, but I mean, Earth, Earth is Earth is kind of the 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 gateway for all of the the re, uh, realities and universes, according to you know the 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 um Marvel canon. <laughs> yeah, which plays a lot in the, the in the theater. I tell you what. Um, so uh, with everything that transpired, uh, the last thing that really took me out of the moment was. Why exactly did Peter Parker's uh, fading to ashing have to be so painfully long compared oh, to see, everybody uh, else? That 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 to me just showed um, his innocence, his naivete, and uh, when you're young, you're very afraid to die. Um, well, yeah, and the but, older but, and the older you get, the more the more it it kind of because it it took a while for. Uh, 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 Winter Soldier to disappear too. He's like, "Hey, Cap!" He's like, looks over, and, and then they all kind of look around, and he because he's the first one to disappear, and it takes a while as well. Okay, granted, uh, Peter's Peter's takes a while, and he's also saying, "I don't want it." Well, but then again, Winter Soldier, uh, White Wolf, uh, technically he's got some derivative of a Super Soldier serum in him. Um, it took Black Black Panther has strength and regenerative powers. Spider Man has regenerative powers, right? Whereas Mantis yeah, but this, and, is, but this is this is reality though. No, I know, like, but I'm just saying in, de- like, in delaying it could delay the effects though. We don't know the science of of turning everyone <laughs> half yeah, of the universe into ash. <laughs> well, that's what it was. Well, technically, it's a wizard's glove, if you ask me. Um, yeah. And, but that was the interesting thing. It's like he really did get his. He did fulfill his mission. Um snap of a finger and then like literally half of everybody starts dissing disappearing yeah and i was just like yeah wow they really did it i i but you know and and here's the thing too i got to see it from the nerd perspective and the uninformed perspective twice because my daughter went with me and my wife went with me now now first of all my wife was thrown because she hadn't seen age of ultron so she has no idea or Civil War, so she didn't know who Scarlet Witch or Vision were. She's like, who was the guy with the stone in his head, and who was the the woman with the red lightning out of her hands? Right. I'm like, yeah. Okay. You missed some stuff. Maybe we should go back. Uh- well, and and yeah, that's. I mean, uh, kind of uh, within my circles, that's been the biggest critique I think for for a lot of people who, um, you know, wanted to go see the film, hadn't seen every, you know, the the essentials for the other ones. Um, and so yeah, that that makes a lot of sense to me. 
Well, Trent, I don't think that will, uh, in the long run, uh, as some people have put it, matter fuck all, because I don't know if you're aware of this. They have estimated uh, that the Avengers Infinity War box office uh, it will have broken a record with a $641 million, uh, I think, global debut. Yeah, it, it is. It is uh, as of 14 hours ago, the biggest box office opening weekend ever. That is uh, completely unsurprising to me because as I was yeah. walking out of my beautiful uh, early Sunday morning showing, people were lined up on on later on in a Saturday because by then it was afternoon. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, this thing is just it's going to be a powerhouse. I think it's going to be around. I, you know, the, the thing that amazes me, Black Panther is supposed to be coming to home video in May. And it literally is still in the theater running side by side with Avengers Infinity War at our theater right now. Yeah, that's I I, I went and saw it um, this this past weekend uh, and there was two, like two other people in there. It was awesome. I was able to get in and, 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 and watch it. Um, man, I it's a good film. Do not get what the hype was like, why everyone was like so like just gaga over the film. I, I just don't get it. It's. It's no better or worse than any other like superhero movie. I would have to agree. I have to agree with you. So maybe it, and, and I and I mean this in the best possible way. Made it, may, um, maybe it's a cultural thing per se. That's yeah, really driving and, 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 it. And yeah, no, no, I, I understand that. And 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 to that part, right on. Like, um, my my, <laughs> that is my the whitest guy response ever. It's yeah. like right on. Right on. Thank you for not uh, but, putting but, my brother at the end. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's that's not my word. Um, <laughs> no, my, my my biggest problem with 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 it is the most sympathetic. The the two the two characters that that you are kind of drawn into the most in in that film are uh, Michael B. Jordan's character and Andy Serkis's character. Those are the people who, when they're on the screen, you want to see more of. Everyone else, you kind of just. Don't really like. There's not a whole lot going on for them. I think I would have to agree with you because it was like, like, like well, yeah. When they when they killed off Claw, I was fucking pissed because that kid, like every moment that he is on screen, you're just like, oh my god, give me all of this guy. He is amazing. Well, yeah, and it's just like somebody just like it, it, who let the dogs out. Uh. Who let the dogs out? Kind of 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 fun that they just let Andy Circus run with is what I'm trying to just go with. There. Run, just just like be the craziest South African you can, man. And he does. And like I was just man, it it crushed me to see him killed off because man, he was great. He was so damn good. That killed me. Uh, yeah, and it was fairly predictable, and it's. You know, it's the it's the same story. It's Batman. It's Iron Fist all over again. Yeah, it's Iron Man again. We've kind of yeah, we've we've seen it's just that one really is just a variation of another story. It's kind of like how I you know I was never really invested in the bad guy in in uh, Ant Man. You know what I mean? It's just like I so yeah. he's yep. he's nuts because they instantly already give us a pass by saying you know we tried to warn him doing these experiments without a helmet. Oh, that's just crazy. And that's what it's yeah. made him. So now it's just like, okay, so there you're you're letting a madman run around and the best you can do is try and sabotage corporately. <laughs> yeah. I, I really think like there are laws that let us put someone in on a fifty one fifty. I'm relatively certain. I just yeah, saying. Yeah. So, you know, I, I all the movies have flaws, okay? Uh, you know, yes. with this one it was the Loki Pokey stick thing entering my mind. It was that and and I and I really was kind of taken out. I feel like if if we if if somebody times them, I think you'll find that that Peter's uh vanishing scene was much faster than everyone else. But uh that brings me to the other part that I wanted to get to cuz the post-credit sequence it was the hardest thing for me to tell my wife, yeah, you want to stay for it because I, I just know, okay, well, it's going to happen. She's going to see it. Now nah, nah, I'm going to have to explain it. Uh, but that end sequence was really cool because, one, it suddenly just gives us this perspective from the other part of the world that's not aware of what's going on in Wakanda or anything Yeah, what's else. a Wakanda? <laughs> right? So so it's it's with, uh, with Hill and with uh, – why do I keep forgetting his name? Nick Fury. Nick Fury. 
Um, and, and basically it's just like, all right, well, I'll, and that's why the reason why I think the battle of Wakanda really wasn't very damn long because she's like, oh, here we go. Signatures in the atmosphere above again. Oh, right. Yeah. And then it's just like moments later, even that's though point. who knows how fast she's getting her data, sir. You know, I mean, right. you know, we got, we're talking about satellites, line of sight. We don't yeah. know the science behind this Fox, either. Foxes, badgers, hounds, you know, squirrels, um, seeking missiles. So we don't, we don't know the science behind it. Trent. Just let it go. Yeah. Um, so so with those I uh I really find that um that 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 I don't know I feel like Peter Parker's death was much longer. Anyway, that end sequence, sorry I keep bouncing around. It's funny cuz my phone is going off at the same time. But it's okay. I knew I was in for a long night tonight anyway. Um so with the uh with the with that end sequence, you know, it only exists really to just kind of let us know, yeah, it's it's happening everywhere. It's just not our fighters. Right. Because really, that's the only perspective we had on it. No, it's happening across the universe, just like Thanos said, guys. Because, yeah, he gets to go take a breather. And I think he still has the gauntlet on when he's in that hut somewhere. Now, where is the farm? Where is that farm that he's on? Anyway, they happen. And then before Nick Fury vanishes, he hits this very oddly space-looking pager and he's brought in captain marvel right so that's what's happening and at the same time also kind of retro looking too the it's it's a six it's a 16-bit screen uh that has the logo uh for captain marvel on there and if we remember in the infinity gauntlet captain marvel dies in the comic book uh during infinity gauntlet well don't also forget that uh when we get to enjoy captain marvel uh in march of 2019 that's going to be set in the 90s. So that's another reason exactly. why that's the tech because yep. it's like it's so spot on. So I have a funny feeling that by the end of Captain Marvel, she will be going out and venturing into space for whatever. Yep. And then yep. she'll get that. That'll come back, even though wherever she is, it's probably a little noticeable that, you know, her shit's going down. Either that or yep. it's something that woke her up. You know, it's like, Nick, just put me to sleep until you figure out how to fix me or whatever. Yep. yep. We, we don't know. Uh, but before that, there'll also be Ant-Man. So anyway, the Captain Marvel thing, eh, I mean, it wasn't, was that really worth sticking around for a little bit? Cause we saw how the universe has fallen apart. I think that was really the only thing and letting us know that I think Captain Marvel is definitely going to tee off into that before that though, later on in the summer and the trailer is premiering later today, tomorrow, whatever you're at right now, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, out man, the the I'm excited for that. Yeah. So the question is, do they have the balls to go post credit sequence? And we see like. I think if anybody's going to disappear, it's going to be Michael Douglas. That's me. And Mike, sorry, buddy. The odds aren't in your favor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. And we know Scott will make it out because somebody's got to go into Avengers 4. Because they got to, they got to, co- the interesting thing, by the way, about the people that vanished, if you notice, all of our originals at, at, that we have seen on screen in this movie, all of the original Avengers are still in existence. Yeah. Right? Yep. Mostly yep. the new people. Um, yep. you know, let's, let's, okay. I, I'm not sure what the reverse, uh, gender or uh, age bias there is, but whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, you know, half of all, the only ones that are left now are our original Avengers and maybe Ant-Man, possibly the Wasp and, uh, maybe Hawkeye Clint. All right. Maybe Hawkeye or, or, you know, maybe Joss Whedon just wants to misdirect through half of another film that so we can not have to worry about it later. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Still Who knows? Still angry about that. Um, so for the next movie, though, you know, I, I had one idea, but then unfortunately I did see one. I did so good avoiding spo- spo- uh, spoilers for Infinity War, Trent. So good. Yeah. I literally only saw what they presented in the in the trailers, which, by the way, once again, just just more evidence of the fact that they they screw with the images and our head with whatever. You can't believe anything you see in a trailer now because there will be omitted details. Like when Star oh, Lord yeah. is complaining about the thing, uh, the plan, you can see Doctor Strange floating between them, but in the movie, but in the trailer, not there. So, you know, not it's like, there. yep, yep. You can't believe anything you see in the trailers nope. anymore. Um, I don't I had I had a theory Trent and my theory is that whatever the story is going to be like of course I, I've tipped my hand already I think somehow they're going to get the dwarf to make another gauntlet so then it's about getting the stones or maybe Nebula still has it doesn't matter that because she's already said she'll burn through planets to get to Thanos so I don't yeah. think half of the universe going away she's going to give two shits about <clears throat> so they may go infinity war gauntlet I'm sure not sure which one where Nebula gets the gauntlet or the stones and then, you know, tries to make reality in her image or maybe, or Mm -hmm. maybe just to try and get rid of Thanos. Yeah. Um, 
Long story short, though, my belief is that by the end of Avengers, the the final redemption of what will be known as the very sucky life of Steve Rogers will be that the best of us, this guy that they've shown us in these little glimpses time and again, that he is the best that mankind has to offer. He's the yep. most pure of us. And 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 on screen so far, the the least flawed, the only thing he did was omitted what really could have been something factual or his suspicion that Bucky had killed the parents of, of, of Iron Man. You know, we don't know that that's about it. My belief is that whatever happens, it would, it would be known that, you know, anybody other than the mad Titan wearing this glove and doing it, it's, it's a one way trip. And yeah. And, and, and I, that's, that's a lot of criticism that I, that I've heard is people are like, well, if it's so powerful, why didn't he just, um, double all the resources in the world and then he wouldn't have to kill anyone. Well, because that's not what, because, you know, sometimes, Trent, when when you're in the trenches with a problem, you just, you you focus on a solution and, and you'll you'll go to whatever extremes to try and go to that solution rather than thinking outside the box. Yeah. Not to use corporate oh. terms. Oh, geez. Uh, well, to it, to it I, I would say, well, the, the, the stones are, um, are limited to their user, right? And so if you had someone who was who who was capable of creating, then that could be a possibility perhaps. But uh at least my interpretation of Thanos is he is in love with death and so it can only be used for one thing which is death, which was never explained in the film. Well, and that's the that was the way that I at least appreciated the way they tried to tie this into a more digestible a story for the audience, you know, because like you yeah. mentioned, it's it's uh, Thanos's obsession and, and desire for the love of, of the specter of death that uh, that he does this because like one of the things she does is she commands him to kill half of everyone in the universe. Right. So it's him trying to please her and get her love that he does this uh, instead. Uh, whatever happened on Titan, in my opinion. Made him feel right. like, you know, this is the only possible solution that guarantees the livelihood. Not to mention, as the recent Deadpool 2, 2 trailer taught us, uh, Trent, <laughs> you know, giving everybody uh, twice as much stuff, uh, not exactly very cinematic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's, that's the other side. Doesn't really serve the story. Um, so, I don't know. Like, were there any other takeaways you want to talk about about the movie or... Uh, yeah, that that uh, honestly, uh, I I absolutely loved it. I thought it was a blast. Uh, wasn't as malaffected as I anticipated. Um, just because I'm just like you know, it's 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 such a loose end that's that's open that there's there's nothing nothing is set in stone yet. I do think uh, Gamora is dead, dead, dead. Um, but I think anyone that that disappeared in the ether, uh, still has a possibility of coming back. Yeah, and my my philosophy is different. My philosophy is that if it is the gauntlet that is used to reverse everything in the next installment, then that is going to be something that just won't, it, it doesn't matter. You can will with the glove whatever you want. So nobody has to be dead. You know, they can, right. they may just reset everything back to before Thanos started even his quest and undo all of his, and thus turning Gamora's planet apparently into a resource over, uh, tacked hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe right. not going that far back. Let's let the yeah. Mad Titan have messed some stuff up. We're not saying yeah. it was a good idea. We're just saying, look, it happened. <laughs> right, yeah. Some some things happened. But here's the reason why I don't think Gamora is dead. The same reason why, uh, and I mentioned this on the last installment uh, or in the other podcast, the reasons why you should know you're safe, folks, okay? And, and these are some of the simple things that uh, we can just tune into because they've they've hit the news. Uh, they're still trying to work on Black Panther 2 getting finalized, so uh, pretty sure Black Panther will be back. Spider-Man, oh, yeah. the the second of the Spider-Man movies, uh, that's coming at us next yep. summer. Uh, or, next summer. So, uh, and happens apparently uh, right after Avengers 4, and boy, yep. you know, uh, I don't know how they would do that without a Spider-Man. Yep. Uh, uh, let's see what else. Uh, there's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy three, and I think it's really going to hard to build that movie with just the raccoon. Yeah. Uh, Although I would watch it. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, well, you know, I just I wasn't really sure of the story idea, but I just had to see what they were going to do. Uh, yes. 
I could I could understand that. Uh, and I, I think that that is not something that you can do between movies as well. I don't think you can effectively remove Gamora from the mix because, you know, up until a certain point, these movies do as their own standalone movies bridge together pretty well. Like even originally Avengers and uh, Avengers Age of Ultron in some ways did join together really well because it's the finalization uh, of the attack of New York in, in the end of Avengers. And then, you know, yeah, they're bringing down Hydra, but they're also going after the Loki pokey stick, which they somehow yeah. lost. Right. So, um, you know, that kind of ties those two movies together pretty well. Captain America one and two, uh, once again, they do kind of come together pretty decently. Uh, yeah. but now when you get into this, uh, like with the Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't see how you could really like totally drop one character between movies. You're not going to get away with that. So somehow yeah. Gamora is going to come back. Uh, you know, it's just it's simple economics, folks. That's a lot of money to get rid of. Not to mention, uh, that's a lot of talent that you realistically aren't able to bring back in, right? Because right. look, they're in the they're in the Star Wars business at Disney as well, right? So they understand now that they've gone through this first iteration of bringing us back to the Star Wars universe, they know there's power in nostalgia. So there is the potential, like 10 years down the line after retiring, they keep it tight under wraps and lo and behold, oh, look, guys, here's Cap or look, Iron Man stumbled in as old Iron Man to save the day, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not going to completely cut off those possibilities. But also, realistically speaking, I think Chris Evans would really love just to sit down and eat a whole pizza to himself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So eventually, they're going to want to step away from the roles, and I and I don't know why I'm 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 putting this on Cap, especially when there's the possibility of Captain Marvel coming into the next movie. So maybe she would be powerful enough to wield a gauntlet, and and then theoretically, it might come off like she lost her powers, and then suddenly, oh, blip blip blip, they're back. You know what I mean? It's just. And and we're forget you know not not to mention Adam Warlock still in the in in the uh, pipeline. Well, in, conceptually speaking, but uh, hmm, I don't know uh, because also don't forget we thought that we saw Adam Warlock's pod in the as a, in a collector's case in yeah, in, and we we also saw the Infinity Gauntlet in the first Thor movie too. Yeah, right. But but no, Hella fixed that for us because she showed <laughs> ah fake. Yeah. And that's why Thanos, but you know, a lot of his drive, well, I guess he kind of says, I ignored my, I ignored my mission once and I can't do it again. Something along those lines, right? Yeah. So I don't know if like that was whole, the whole dalliance of trying to have other people get the stones for him or whatever. Yeah. But you know, so I guess when he went in, when we saw that end clip, he's all fine, I'll do it myself. And the end of whatever movie it was, maybe it was Civil War since that was the proxy Avengers. Um, yeah. Oh, so, it totally was. So I guess that was like the dwarven crafted gauntlet um, that we assume at that point. But but in the last movie, yeah, Hella just said fake and knocked it right over. So yeah, yeah, they kind of confirmed that for us. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What do you? How do you think they're gonna try and wrap it up in the next one? Um, uh, they'll probably uh, someone will go into an ethereal plane to battle with him and uh and end up. Take, taking advantage and, and reflex re-changing everything. In fact, that's where I think he is right now is in an, an, an unreal plane. Um, he's not in a reality at all right now. Oh, like the, the the farm that we saw there? Yeah, that's not real. Or somehow he he took the gauntlet back in time and it is real and it's a time previous on yeah. his planet. I, I don't think he has as he has uh, like in his own mind uh, left that that moment from when he ran into young Gamora. And she and, and she asks him, what did it cost? And he said everything. I think in his mind, that's where he still is. Could be. Maybe. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he is at. Uh, and by the way, just how one of the things that that actually did make me cry. Yeah. Peter Parker's uh, scene. That was hard to take. Uh, but also it was just the utter devastation in Cap's voice. And the realization of and the magnitude of what has happened, and he just says, "My God, it's just like that." I don't know what it was about that, but that just that hit me in the gut. Yeah, did caps the best. Yeah, and and Chris Evans caps really has a, has done a great job. By the way, 
I have to tell you, that was one of the two moments where the crowd audibly cheered. The moment oh, when Cap came out, mm-hmm, when Proxima Midnight throws that her pitchfork or whatever it is, and he yeah. just catches it, and then suddenly that music, dun, 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 you know, yeah, and, dun, 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 and just like everyone fucking lost it. It was awesome. So good. It really was. So, by the way, what was the theater like where you saw it? Uh, dark, uh, big screen. I mean, really I meant like a lot of people, or um, there was maybe. 20 people in the audience. Oh, God, that sounds nice. Yeah. You know, su- Sunday at 11 o'clock oh, p.m. Fair enough. <laughs> well, yeah. at least you're committed. That's what I like. Trent. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you're like, no matter what. Okay, you know what? Fine. I'm seeing it this weekend. I'm seeing it. Yeah. I'm seeing it. I'm going to go see it. Fine. You're like you're like Cameron and Ferris Bueller. He's going to keep calling me. Can you call him? But at least you found the one showing where it was like, because I didn't know this. You told me this over the weekend. Like it's all reserved seating all the time. Yeah, everything is. Yeah. You, so so you're like you, you 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 in Utah. You will never be asked. At least at the Larry H. Miller theaters, you'll never be asked to scoot in to fit more people. Like you have your seat. <laughs> and that's definitely going to cut down on the number of people that on a on a Thanksgiving afternoon after the dinner has been said, like suddenly yep. and spontaneously say, "Let's go see a movie." Nope. It's it's. Uh, uh, we'll we'll check and see how many tickets have sold an hour out. Yeah, let's see. Can we? Well, what about? Can, can, does the mobile app show the seating? What does it look like? Yeah. Can we get eight? No. Yep. Okay, we're can not we get going. eight in a row. Can we get two two rows of four? By nah, the way, staying home. Movie theater etiquette. I didn't know what to think, man. But like, there were these two seats that were over in the aisle, not in ours, but the like down one and and over. I don't know who wasn't there, but like this poor woman was asked like 20 times, are those seats available (laughs) time and time again? I felt so bad for her. But, you know, if you send somebody to the concession stand, that's the risk you run. Oh, yeah. I guess. Uh, Anyway, I I was uh, I was I, I walked out of it satisfied. I was pleased. It was exactly I think I guess what I said is it was exactly the story I didn't know I wanted and I'd have accepted no less. It was yeah. because it it re- they really did tell a good story. It was nice also finally seeing that uh, that moon crashing scene that we had only seen in grainy footage leaked from uh, Comic Con. Oh right, yeah, all those ages ago, and that was pretty. Imp- yeah. Again, with the animation with the stones engaging, loved it, really loved yeah. it. And and I think too, like I said, I love that they just tell you up front. Nope, this is the movie in which we lose. Yeah, seriously. But uh, but like you said, there was a family there was or no, uh, one of our listeners uh, girl daughter was ugly crying. Yeah, (laughs) I kid you not, man. I heard so many people crying in that movie. I felt so bad for people, but I just wanted to say it's it's going to be okay. They've announced Spider-Man two guys. It's all good. It's all good. You know, all good. That is because honestly, that is just too much money to leave on the table. Right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's no way you, you can't. Definitely not. So anyway, I definitely I, I you know, I monitor your fluid intake, but definitely highly recommended by me for sure. Oh, it's, without a doubt. I think they truly did. If if you're going to put together this much of an epic the way they did, I think that they really hit the nail on the frickin head. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of amazed in some way that they pulled it off. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, without a doubt, I've, I've, I've been waiting my whole life for it, and it happened. I guess Age of Ultron really kind of reset our expectations, right? <laughs> yes, it did. But yes, th- but it's it true, and, and that's the one thing that you know. I I just hate it when Kevin. It, it, no, I don't hate anything about Kevin Smith, but but I just I I really dislike it when I I have an analogy, but then he uses it before I go anywhere else. Oh right, right, yeah. Because I was like, guys, this was like a giant size annual, like kind of mashup uh, crossover event. That's what it was. Yeah. I mean, this was a comic. I, I I even borrowed some of his terms and like it's a comic book writ large on the screen. And then later on, I heard him say it's like a giant annual. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> well, now they're just going to think I'm cribbing him. And that's OK. I <laughs> and that's fine. That. I'm OK with it. I'm fine. Let it ride. Uh, anyway, man. Hey, thanks for joining me tonight. I really appreciate oh, it. It, my felt, pleasure. it felt it was a good. Blast. It felt good to get this out. Right. Get it out, man. Get it out. Sometimes you the you just got got to get the poison out of your system. Got to get those both G bow safest juices flowing. I I don't know about that, but uh, definitely a uh, boy. I uh, I'm so it's interesting the timing of things. 
because like I said, tomorrow they're releasing the Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer. And I think, oh, yeah. and I think they know it's because we all need a laugh right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, do you think the next episode is gonna, or the next installment is going to get even more timey wimey ish or yes. Like, cause I'm yep. just thinking someone's going to try. It'll and be do... the end of the whole thing will be the end of, of, uh, Dr. Strange. Oh, the whole thing over again. <laughs> Darmamu. Well, well, I mean, as, as far as timey wimey goes, yeah, like it'll, it'll be like that and, and it'll fix itself. I have a funny, My fe- guess. I, I have a funny feeling somebody's going to try and do something and something's going to go then wrong. You know what I mean? Maybe. I don't know. I, I look, if there's any one thing this movie has taught me, it's that I have no idea what is coming up and I'm, I'm right. happy about it. I really, really yeah. am. Uh, I know a lot of people have talked about where the movies are, are the movies that are coming up are landing. We already know that Captain Marvel's in the nineties. And, you know, I think it's it's pretty safe to assume that Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to happen post-Civil War, but pre-Infinity War. That's what I think. That's yeah, where it's going to fall probably. in. It's the, yeah, that it's, it's the safe spot, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's in the pocket. Anyway, man, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging with me. I appreciate it. And, Dude, and to everybody listening, I, I, hope, I hope we delivered at least on some level of what you may have expected in our spoiler discussion i mean i just i i ate up every little bit they gave us on screen right down to vision and scarlet witch having a relationship and the way they very quickly disable their superman if you will by by impaling vision moments after we see him you know what i mean they're like no we're gonna have to put a flag on this one by the way what do you think is gonna happen in the next one do you think i have i have a funny feeling that what we're gonna find out is that well hopefully suri is still alive but we're also going to find out, I bet you, that she actually finished her work, so it's just going to be a matter of rebuilding the structure. Or do you right, think? Yeah. Or do you think he's just a chunk of vibranium now, and that's it? Well, there, I, nothing's I, undone I, until a wizard fixes it. Yeah, I, I guess it all depends on what the, the reset point will be and what deaths actually matter. Well, I mean, she did do a lot of, of supposed remapping of some kind of neurological connections or something, which, by the way, that kind of took me out of the moment, too, but only because I spent a couple weeks ago at a, at a at the RSA security conference. And like there's a lot of talk about using artificial intelligence to uh, learn better metrics and uh, identify threats faster and, and the like. Um, and, and we hear more about uh, like uh, like video game authors will now start putting artificial intelligence in in order to render things faster because it'll figure out the right lighting and everything else uh and a back process and then just make the video display a a lighter process because that's defined by something else so i was just thinking wait a second if wakanda is so far in advancement then why can't they have uh, an artificial intelligence program running that would just map all of these three trillion neurons or whatever they are Together, I, I would I would imagine that would be something quick and like if a human could identify, OK, I've got to pair this to this and this to this. I have a funny feeling a program could do it a lot faster. Just saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing she's probably using a program. Oh, OK. So you're just like, yeah, all she's got to do is just click the, the lights. Right. That's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's, so like, it's like, you know, it's like it's like uh, it's like a giant game of Simon. It's yeah, it's 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 like uh, Photoshop uh, can can do content aware filler, but you've got to designate where. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll buy that for you. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know who came out of that one. Like, we don't even know what happened to his sister because she kind of got uh, tossed out the window, not the window, but like down onto a, the next platform with another member of the royal guard. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I think the hardest part for that next movie is going to be how it opens, right? I mean, because where do you go from here? It's like six months later, and everybody's just yeah, dragging prob- ass around. It'll probably open where it ends, yeah, just on on him being all chill and zen. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. That was the other messed up thing. What did you think about them wrapping up the credits with Thanos Will Return? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Why do why do you, I mean do you think they did that because realistically it really is kind of Thanos's story? I mean cuz it's he sets out with an objective, he achieves the goal. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, at that and like, you know, uh it's 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 uh it's the bad guy bad guy wins, you know. It, it it's like the Joker wins at the end of Batman. Yeah. I like it. It's fun. Uh. You, you know. I like it. Some of it was frustrating for me, though. Like when Peter loses his stuff and just starts smacking this gigantic Titan, they had so much trouble bringing down. And at the moment that he does that is also the moment that that 
Spidey really does have the gauntlet off. Like, it's just down to the cuff, but Thanos is able to snap back and literally just close his grip around that cuff, bring the glove See, that's, back. See, that's, that's good, though, right? It, it evoked emotion from you to be like, no, you fucking idiot, don't. Yes, definitely. Definitely, definitely. It's it's one it's the element that you've got to add in because it's it's what introduces us to the character to the human flaws that we have in ourselves. It's nice seeing them totally. reflected on the screen. Yep. Because it lets us know that even in the perfect world where they can write happy endings, uh people can be just as stupid as we are. Yep. Right? All right, dude. I know you got to take a leak. We got to go. Uh, thank you very yeah, much, I, guys, for I listening. Got, I got to go to bed. Oh, that too. I uh, really appreciate it. Dude, tell me what I owe you later. Um, uh, <laughs> thanks, guys, for listening. I hope you got something out of this. Obviously, uh, we, we're not just doing this for the hits. It, I needed to talk to somebody about this uh, that, that was like on my level, if you will. So mm-hmm. thankfully. I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you. Trent was here to give me the hand job, the handoff, the hand, the help. The reach around. Something like that. Uh, until next time, folks. My name is Will. I'm Trent. I'll be back soon why not this is netheads with will wilkins and trent hunsaker signing off i know right but stop being a little nancy and deal with it netheads Netheads. we'll be back soon goodbye This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. What are you still listening for? Dude said he needed to go to bed.